to the show man drop a like on your way in subscribe if you are new hit the bell that way you get all the notifications here on the channel we are back that is right another day more Sixers drama man we are about to literally go off I've been waiting all day to get this off my chest what is going on everybody uh we will discuss it further Down the line as well, we're going to look at the entire article that was put out by Shams Charania of The Athletic. We are going to talk a bit about the game yesterday because obviously we didn't talk about it at all. We are going to talk about some NBA news that is very striking today. We have a lot to get off our chest and we may even take some live calls, man, because what we're about to talk about. And by the way, disclaimer, okay? if you can't handle a grown up debate, if you can't take it. Just just hit the X. <laughs> just get out of here because um, let's just say we have some thoughts. We have some thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I, I would love to get some instant reactions as well, some passionate thoughts on this, this situation as well. Uh, but shout out to everybody in the chat. We got the members. We got uh, Legendary up in here. What's going on? Shout out to everybody else. Drop the yes, sirs. Let's go, man. Um, So we're back. We're back. Shout out to everybody. Hope you guys are doing well today. Hope you're having a great week. It's definitely been a busy week for me. Um, But man, we're here. Uh, This was requested on Twitter. I said, you know, should I live stream this and talk about it? And here we are. Oh, man. Oh, man. So for the next, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, I'm just going to I'm just going to get off my chest what I need to get off my chest. Um, Hopefully you respect it, even if you agree or don't. And like I said, we'll go into it. We'll look more into it. We'll um, probably take some calls. We'll do a lot. But shout out to everybody in the chat. You guys are the best. Thank you for supporting. Again, if you're in here, drop a like for your boy. Subscribe. Hit the bell. All that good stuff. All right. With that being said, guys, I think it is time. I think it is time. So, <sighs> all right. So, I come home yesterday. I literally get home Within maybe the third quarter, the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth, I end up watching the rest of the Sixers and Raptors game. Very tough loss. Very, very tough game. But you know what? I was not even mad for one second. I was not mad for one second at that game. Why? Why? Because Shams Charania of The Athletic, let's give some context here, puts out a bomb of a story during the Sixers game. That is right. He puts this piece out in the middle of the Sixers game last night. Ben Simmons believes the Sixers tactics are worsening his mental health instead of supporting him and want to deem him mentally fit in order to force him play. Shams puts this out. Now, first and foremost, okay, 
Is is this Shams Charania of the Athletic? Or is this Shams Charania of Clutch Sports, okay? Because now I'm looking at Shams in a completely different manner, okay? This guy is out here pushing an agenda. And honestly, it wouldn't even surprise me. Like, is this Shams of Clutch Sports? Are you serious? Are you serious? You put this out in the middle of a game. Oh, what a coincidence, right? That was definitely meant to be a distraction. And again, look, I'm just I'm I'm just going off of off of my head. This is how I feel, but this is what I believe to be the truth, okay? There is an agenda being pushed out here by Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. Anyway, he goes on to post some of the quotes from the article Shams Rich Paul quoted I truly believe the fines, the targeting, the negative publicity shined on the issue. That's very unnecessary and has furthered the mental health issues for Ben. Either you help Ben or come out and say he's lying. Which one is it? You have to be absolutely kidding me, right? I, I You know, we've been talking about this for what? Six months now? Since after game seven at the end of June. Okay, and you're out here telling me that Rich Paul is going to say these types of things. Let me tell, let me inform you something, Rich. Okay, this is not New Orleans. You are not going to Anthony Davis, the Sixers. This is Philadelphia. We have pride. We know our team, and you are not going to. Oh, I'm only going to go to the Boston Celtics or New York Knicks. To us, you're not going to do that, Rich. And you know what? Forget two five. I'm talking to you, Rich Paul. You. And you only. Number one, okay, this team is better off without your drama-filled agendas, without your fraudulent business. That's right. You are a fraudulent businessman. That is what you are. And honestly, if I was the NBA, because now, like I predicted a month ago, they are going to step into this situation because you are committing fraudulent business, okay? That's number one. Our team is much better off without your chaotic self always button in the way. And number two, I've concluded that Rich Paul is a psychopath. He is literally a psychopath. What's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Rich Paul is a psychopath. He is. He is. Rich Paul is one of those people that you might know in your personal life that are liars and they lie so much. They go so far down the rabbit hole that they can't even find their way back to the truth. Rich Paul has spewed out so much BS over the last six months that he is now blaming the Sixers. What did I tell you a week and a half ago? What did I come out and tell you on the public stage because nobody else will? The Sixers have won the war. Daryl Morey stuck to his guns and have defeated Rich Paul and his client in this battle. And I'm glad because now the precedent won't be set where a guy can say, oh, I'm unhappy. Let me go in and just stop playing. Let me just go to a different team. Hopefully, you actually think about this next time. The Sixers have literally pinned this guy down so far that he has lost his marbles. He has literally lost his mind. And I know what you're going to say. Oh, well, it's just agent talk. No, no, this guy actually believes this. He has lost his mind because the Sixers have defeated every goal that this guy has had, and I think we know what it is at this point. And again, I'm not, if 2-5 is going through mental issues, I'm not even saying anything about him. I hope he is well. But let's be honest here. Everything that has happened on this timeline, it literally falls right in to what everybody is saying. And I just, I can't believe that he is saying these things. I mean, look at this. 
It's now the Sixers' fault because you signed a contractual obligation. That's right. You inked the paper and said, I will play for your organization the next five years. And now it's our fault because we don't want to pay you to play. Like, you don't want to uh, play, and we don't want to pay you for that. And you're you're upset about that. This is actually insane. This is actually insane. If you don't like your boss and you say, I'm not coming anymore, do you expect your paycheck in the direct deposit next week? No. This is actually insane, man. This is actually insane. It goes on and gets worse. Rich Paul, in this case, we have to get Ben help and not put finances above mental health. Stop right there. Are you serious? You're telling me the same guy that only comes back two times after you get fined. Is talking about let's put mental health above finances. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Rich? Rich, do you see what you're doing? You're making, again, forget 2-5. You are making a fool of yourself. You have some of the biggest clients in the game. You have one of the biggest brands. You're making yourself look like a fool. This is actually insane, man. The same guy who will only bring his client back. Like I've been saying, tiptoeing in the guidelines. Tiptoe, tiptoe. Not too far, not too shallow. That same guy is talking about, let's not, let's not incorporate the finances here. You got to be kidding me. As an agent, I understand contractual obligations. Obviously, you don't. And I hold myself accountable. No, you don't. But if someone is telling you something, we can no longer turn a blind eye in today's world. This is no longer about a trade. This is about finding a place where we can help him get back to his mental strength and get back on the floor. I want him on the floor playing the game he loves. I want Ben on the floor, whether that's in a Sixers uniform or any other uniform. That's not up to me, but I want him in a state where he can resume play. You, we want to cooperate and want to work him back on the floor. Let me, let me just call out your BS real quick. And like, I'm not even trying to be this guy, but come on now. You actually have to be kidding me right now. You have to be kidding me right now. So it is now our fault. And, and the craziest part about this is everybody can see this. The Sixers offered this guy. We literally said, we will start paying you again. We offered him every mental health service possible. He and you said, no, we will do it our way. Okay, fine. You're not getting paid $30 million then. We have offered you every resource. And this is why I said last week, the Sixers are in, are in the green here. They've done everything on the public stage right. They tried to bring them back, work them out. We even brought you back to our practice, which honestly could have spiked our chemistry um, and, and just blew it up into oblivion. But luckily, our team is so good and they're so profound together right now that it doesn't matter but you literally came back and your client was just half-assing practices and wasn't even trying and you're out here talking about us putting the blame on us for not doing enough and and just not prioritizing a mental health issue like what all i'm gonna say is rich paul what you are doing here it like forget the business part about it okay this is disgusting this is really disgusting what you were trying to do here. You're all about prioritizing mental health. And there are people struggling with this every day. And just so your client gets paid, this is what you're doing. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It goes on further. Quote, he's not there yet. How can a doctor who has only met with him once say he, Ben is me mentally ready to play? So do we keep digging on him or help him? 
Now that we understand the reluctance from Ben, it all makes sense. There was a shying away from it. If he has repeatedly showed behavior that entails he isn't mentally ready to play, embrace him, support him. We have to remove our ego from it. We all have to take responsibility. Well, you know what? Like I said before, this is your fault, okay? How come we didn't hear about this July, August, September, October? Why didn't we hear about it? Why didn't we hear about it? Oh, let me tell you why. Because you had nothing to do. You tried to get your way. You tried to say, trade us here, here, and here. And Daryl Morey said no. See, this is the problem. And we're about to get to something else that I have to talk about as well. You think that you run the show. Talk about removing ego. Remove your ego. If you truly want this guy to play, how are you going to sit here and deny the facts that we have offered this dude every resource he needs? For some reason, Daryl Moore is still trying to get this guy back on the court, and you have denied it. And every little which way you go, it's all about deflecting blame, just like your client did after game seven of the biggest series of the last five years, saying, I am who I am. It is what it is. Everybody wants to blame everybody else. Joel Embiid for, oh, he can't play with Joel. Oh, Doc's a bad coach. Oh, this. Oh, that. Take some accountability. All the dude had to come out and say was, I screwed up. We would have we still been mad, but we wouldn't have been like this. It would not have got to this. And for six months, you have said nothing. You've said literally nothing. Now you want to talk that we're 12 games into a season. This is actually crazy. You have said... He, if this guy literally came out once, once to a press conference and said how he was feeling and said, we are officially requesting a trade. Is it right? No, but it's a lot better than this. I mean, this, this is nuts, man. <laughs> we didn't hear about this once until the fines started coming in, until the money stopped coming in. Then it was a back issue. Then it was a mental health issue. And again, I'm not going to say he does or does not have it. But the way you are playing this out is just ludicrous. The NBA needs to get you out of here because Rich Paul is a fraudulent businessman. He doesn't have a degree. And I, I am convinced that he is more about, you know, how things sound than, than really getting things done. Unbelievable. Lastly, Rich Paul connects this with the John Wall situation in Houston, who is being paid by Houston while sitting out the season, even though he is healthy enough to play. John is able to play, but Houston is okay using the CBA to pay him and not to play. So which way is it? John is perfectly healthy and ready to play. It's okay in the CBA. We're being professional with both instances. By the way, he represents him. But how can it go both ways? John and the Rockets have been professional about their situation, and we are also expecting the same with the Sixers. Let me tell you something, Rich. <laughs> Number one, this has no correlation with John Wall. None. Why? Oh, let me tell you. Houston is in a rebuild. John Wall is being paid $44 million a year. They obviously don't want him. You know what they did? They met. They made a public statement of what they were doing. They actually cooperated. I am so sorry that you sit here and don't want to play anymore with a team and just demand your way out, and we're supposed to just follow every step down the route. We're supposed to just do everything that you say, right? I mean, stop it. Stop. This is, this is insanity. This guy has lost his marble. He thinks he is floating on top of the world. This has nothing to do with John Wall. And you know what? In that case... Houston didn't want him to play. 
Houston is a rebuild while the Sixers are trying to win a championship right now with an actual great talent like Joel B. So I'm sorry we didn't just cave into you and say, you know what, that's okay. That's okay. You can just do whatever you want, and uh, we'll trade you wherever you want to go. We'll get back whatever we want. And unfortunately, it's come to that point. I mean, it, the fact that this guy, talking about them cooperating with the CBA, I, I just can't believe this. I can't believe that this guy, Rich Paul, is actually spewing this stuff out of his mouth. And then you got people on TV trying to defend it. And, and shout out to Kendrick Perkins, who actually held his ground today against Windhorse, telling him, you know what? Nah, like, all we've asked for is communication at this point. That's all we asked for. We're all grown men, said Kendrick Perkins. Right? Aren't we grown men? Can't you come out and tell us and tell everybody what you want instead of letting all these stories go around? This is absurd. This is absurd. I'm sorry, man. I, I It's just how I feel. And it, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. We have done everything we can to make this situation better, and y'all have not cooperated once. Once. This entire offseason. I'm, I'm going crazy talking about this, and we just want to move on. We want to win a championship. Obviously, you don't care about that as much. But this is nuts, man. This is nuts. And that's how I feel about it. 2-5 has blame in this, a lot of it. Rich Paul, you are fraudulent and you need to go. You need to go. And you see, I haven't even been talking about this because I don't care about it anymore. But when you see the thing is, Sixers fans, the organization, we're all getting a bad rep because of this guy thinking he owns the world. And that is wrong. What you are doing is wrong. Like, what kind of example are you setting for other people? How about young kids, right? When you don't like a situation, do you just crawl up in a ball, unravel, and and just quit? Is that what you do? And you expect to get everything handed to you? It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable, man. And that is my two cents on it. That is my two cents on it. The NBA will step in. I don't know what's going to happen here, but... I mean, just the fact of now blaming us for all of it, painting us as the victim, it's disgusting. And all I have to say is that I hope lessons are learned from this situation. It's actually crazy. But anyway, that's my take on it. We're definitely going to hit the phone lines. We're going to look at the entire article because we didn't even – uh, you know, we kind of skimmed it, but we're going to look at the entire thing. We're going to talk about some other things going on. Um, we're going to hit the phone lines. What, what, a, what a crazy sequence of events. All I have to say, honestly, is that I've never seen something this crazy in sports. I've never seen something this crazy. And I had to witness the Markel Fultz situation go down right in front of my eyes. We witnessed that situation go down. This is 10 times crazy. I've never seen something like this in sports, maybe in life. This is actually insane. This is a game of cat and mouse. And um, people don't want to pick up their pride when they lose. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, and get into some more. All right. So, I, I just, this is actually insane. The same guy 
who like we could go through the entire sequence of events from this summer, but like trolling the the Sixers, talking about we want this, we want that, right? Doing exactly what you want, not saying a word until we start finding you, and then it's oh well, we we expect what we want, you know. Now now it's your fault. Now it's your fault. Wow. Hopefully I didn't miss any uh, super chats, but uh. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. We got 150 in here. If you guys are watching this now or even on the second time around, drop a like for your boy. Push this content out. Subscribe if you're new. Hit the bell. Um, let's see who we got up in here. Legendary, what's up, man? Yeah, this is the most this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It really is. Presidential Mike, we're gonna talk about uh the Blazers a little later, but there's some stuff going on with that. Um it's almost like Ben spent four months before the season telling the Sixers he wanted out. That's the thing, though. You don't get what you want all the time. It, that, that is not like just because a player wants out, that does not mean an organization has to literally jump at their, you know, at their disposal and just say, okay, you'll get what you want. Who cares? Man up, take some accountability. If you want to get out so bad, up your own value and leave. No, he has been an absolute toxic cancer to this team. Like, do we not realize that? Is this what we're supposed to teach our generation nowadays? If you don't like something, even if you have four years left on a contract, just leave. Come on, man. And I'm so happy that this team is much better. Tyrese Maxey's balling out. Like, this is this is nuts, man. This is nuts. And I, you know, it would just be the best thing ever if the Sixers won the championship this year. And I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It's actually crazy. I don't care what anybody like if for the people that are out here still defending this, I'm sorry. You just have no business being in the conversation. You can, you can enjoy the guy in his game, but to defend these actions and especially if rich Paul act in this way, you literally have no business. Just, I mean, talking on this, like, I don't know if you guys remember, I had a hot take like a week and a half ago. And I said that the Sixers, Let's go. despite whether they move this guy or not, I said that he will not play more than three to four years in the, in the NBA again. And honestly, it's looking, he might never play again. Like, does he really care that much? I re, like, if he did, he would be on the floor. How about when we had seven players? How about that? And again, maybe he, like, if he's going through stuff, I hope he gets well. All I'm saying is that the, the procedure that has been followed here has not been consistent at all. And it looks literally like every single move that the Sixers make, they make something to counteract that. It's just absolutely insane. Carlos, thank you for the super chat, my man. Appreciate the donation. Says, yes, sir, the situation is better than anything on TV. They're grasping at straws. No, the desperation kicked in. Keep balling, Maxi. Bye, Ben. Yes, sir. I love it, man. Tyrese Maxi. We're going to talk about the game in a little while. Uh, Tyrese Maxi is balling. I don't even know if I want to get rid of Maxi anymore. I'm not saying I wanted to, but I'm saying in terms of a trade, this guy's balling out and I love it even more. You're not needed to five. You're not needed. You, we are perfectly fine. This team has come together. I know we've had some injury troubles the last few games, but when, when healthy, this team is going to be really good. Why? Because they believe in each other and all these guys keep throwing subliminals at two five, whether you want to believe it or not. 
talking about, oh, this is the best chemistry we've had in years. Oh, this team is playing together. Oh, we trust and believe. Oh, I'm going to sacrifice to be out there. Come on, man. Come on, man. <sighs> Absolutely nuts, man. I just... This is crazy, man. I've never seen something get to this point. Like, you you think at some point guys would just man up and do the right thing. If you want something so bad, prove it. Prove that you can build your own value up. Do what you have to do, right? I didn't even mention the fact that he came. Well, I actually did. But the fact that he came to practice not talking to anybody, you know, just lollygagging around. Is that, that going to help you get what you want? This is a two-sided thing, man. Um, but at this point, Rich Paul is just committing fraud, honestly. And, uh, the NBA needs to step in. I don't know how they haven't yet, but man, it's, uh, it's tough. ALD says his IG comments are full of pure madness as they should be. Um, he's probably not even looking at it anymore. He was trolling us the entire off season, but before we, you know, dive more into the article, I, you know, I want to get a few thoughts, man. So call into the show right now, 215-798-7638. Call into the show. Give us some thoughts. Um, I would love to get maybe a couple reactions. Just I, I need I need somebody to keep me sane. Okay, because I like I'm going insane. Honestly, like thinking about what is going on here. This is actually crazy. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And we're just trying to win, man. And this team is good. And honestly, like I said, we really really don't need it we don't need it anymore it's time to move on let's get someone's live thoughts on this you're on philly take with rb what's going on so what up rb seth m rise man what's good with you what's up seth ain't shit man so i've got a couple things man i got a i got a bone to pick with this man two five we'll call him we ain't gonna even call him by his name Nah, we don't call him by um he doesn't deserve that <laughs> yeah, we, we, we stopped that a long time ago, man. Yep. But what got me with this whole article was, and I really read any of these kind of things, man. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Because it's so important to the mm-hmm. team moving forward. I mean, I know we have a great team and all, but that money freed up, dude. We have so much, so much more freedom, you know what I mean? To really be able to do what we need to do to get to a championship. Yep. So I must have read the thing five times over. And what, the <laughs> one thing that kept sticking out to me was that... He's only been there to see this doctor one time, right? Yeah. So if he's if he's only been there one time, bro, that was only because he had to to get paid. Yeah. They had to to keep this lie going. I think it's a lie, so I'm just going to say what I think. But to keep this lie going, now if he really had an issue, bro, he's had months to go to this doctor more than one time to get help for his issue, to get on some medication to talk to him and help him out whatever problems he's going through. It, that just shows that it's fraudulent. He just did it because he had to to get a paycheck. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? Yeah, man. And, um, like, I just think adding on to that, that it's so petty that, you know, we try to offer you help. We try to offer you services, and it's just like, no. Like, you see what I'm saying? There's, there's obviously a disconnect with the relationship, but it's so obvious. Like, the Sixers have tried to do all the right things here, and it, he just – he won't take it. And I think Rich Paul has a big saying in that. And I'm just, it's exhausting, man. And like you said, I, like I said, I, I don't think that he really 
cares that much about being back. I really don't. I don't. No, I agree 100%. I mean, it kind of shows, man. I mean, it's, it's been showing for years. I mean, I'm, I'm, we all saw it, but we really want to speak it because he was, you know, a guy we supported and a guy we loved. I mean, they can say, oh, they want me to support this man, but we did for five years up until that playoff at the end of last year. Yeah. So you can just see over the five years, no improvement to his game, the way he talks to media, the way he just, I mean, there's, there's, he just ignores people. Like I heard a story where, you know, somebody else held a door for him and he just like yeah. looked at the lady and kept walking. Like you just don't respect people. You don't respect himself. You yeah. can really never expect a person like that to ever grow, whether, whether it be mentally or whether it be on the court, you can never expect a man like that to grow. Yeah. And, and the, the worst part of it is that we supported this guy die hard for years. Um, and now we're getting the bad rep for it. So it's just disgusting, man. And what Rich Paul is trying to pull here is just, it's, it's terrible. It really is. And I, I just can't wait to be done with this. I, I can't wait to be done. Um, but all I can say is that the Sixers have tried to do the right things publicly. They won't cooperate, but yet they want everything handed to them on a silver platter. So I've had enough of it, man. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's about time to just pull the plug, man. I mean, I, I like what Mar- Maury's doing. Kind of putting the ball on his court, like, listen, I'll just find your ass. Yep. You ain't going to come in and play. I'll just keep finding you. Keep yep. finding you. Yep. And what I'd like to know is, is, have you researched into at all, like, how long can he keep playing this mental this mental health card? Like, can he do this all year, or is it like a month or two? Like, have you looked into that at all? I see the thing is, like, I don't know because I don't think there is a rule. I don't think any anyone's ever done this before. Like, my that's another thing. Like, you know, Lane Johnson, Calvin Ridley, um, anybody else, like, if you're dealing with something, come out, you know, let us help you, and then we'll get you back going. But this is just different. So, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, I didn't, I didn't think there was. Like, I, I've, I've I read into the sea. Like, I've read into everything I can read, you know, as far as just a, a citizen. But it's just like I couldn't really find anything that said, oh, uh, well, you know what I mean? If you want to sit out for mental health issues in the CBA, you can do that for two months. And then you're able to get, start to get fined again. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I wanted yeah. to know. I, I just, but, um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think there's any precedent for it, but... We'll have to see. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Yep. Appreciate the call, my guy. No problem, man. Take it easy. I'll talk Thank to you. Man. Oh, my gosh. That's actually a good question. I don't even know, like, how long this can go on, but I know Daryl Morey's ready to wait. Like, he doesn't care. Um, he's trying to do the best thing for the organization. I get it. Uh, but at some point, this is just getting too out of hand. There's going to be pressure to get something done because the NBA as a product looks terrible right now. They look terrible. Um, all we've asked for is communication, and we just don't get any of it. We don't get any of it. And I'm telling you what, like, again, forget 2-5. I'm talking to Rich Paul. Like, this is ridiculous, man. Tell us what you want. Even when Anthony Davis wanted out, we knew, right? Like, he wasn't going to suit up. But this guy's nowhere to be found. He won't even come back around the team. And, and then when he did, it's, you know, it's let me not talk to anybody. Let me just do things my way. That's not how you go about business. Crazy. Duncan, what's up? Pretty soon he'll be untradeable. Every NBA fan. Yeah, it, you know, it's going to come to some nasty breakup in terms of, like, I don't even know if we'll get anything back at this point, honestly. Um, do I care, though? Probably not. I think our team is good. 
I do I do want to get like a role player back. I I do want to put ourselves in position and honestly, you know, even if we could clear some cap space for this, like trade for a vet and wave them or buy them out, get some cap space, I'd be happy with that at this point. This is ridiculous though, and the fact that this situation is still going on, um we're 12 what 10 12 games into a season, 12 games I think. It's absolutely crazy. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hey, what's going on? What's up? I uh, wanted to talk about Ben Simmons thing. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, so I got a couple things. Uh, first off, um, I think it's a little bit on the organization for not for having this guy under contract for so long, not being able to see this. What, um, what, I mean, you like, mean, you can't tell me. What do you mean by that, though? Well, I mean. By, you mean, like, signing him to a five-year contract? No, I mean, like, okay, he, he's acting like a huge prima donna, right? Right. So, you mean to tell me that this is the first sign that they had that he's that? I mean, obviously, this is all egregious, right? This is all over the top. But you mean to tell me that this is like the first sign that they had that he would go and do something like this? I just, I, I think you got to be able to evaluate your players internally in terms of. I'm not talking about babysitting them or anything, but you got to be able to evaluate. We all can just see it with Tyrese right now. He has it. He just has it. He's got the grind. He's got the work ethic. He loves the game. He's infectious. All these things. And it's, you know, like, it, it's, it sucks. I'm a huge Sixers fan, but it's just like we didn't evaluate this guy properly. And I mean, I, mean, I agree with that. Like, you, you make a good point there. Like, you definitely need to have good internal operations in terms of, like, knowing your people. Uh, but let's also keep it real. This situation has never been seen before. Like, I don't think any, even back in, in July, I don't think anybody expected this to turn out this way, you know? So it, it definitely is unfortunate, but there have definitely been signs. Um, and, you know, we haven't improved. We haven't adapted to it. So I agree with that. That's true. And I just want to mention just a couple other things. Um, just one being like, I don't understand. I, I feel like Rich Paul, I feel like they've played their last card here. I don't feel like they have any other cards in the deck to pull because it's like, hypothetically, let's take this scenario for, out for a couple seconds for just, okay, six weeks down the line. Let's say the Sixers have paid Ben Simmons and he's released his, um, or he's going to see a mental health professional, all that stuff. Let's, let's say they're paying. What is Rich Paul's, what is Rich Paul going to do? What is the next one going to be that they still don't feel that the Sixers are doing? what they need to do. Like it, it just, it just seems like he is going to come across as more and more unrelatable. Um, forget like the common fan. I mean, he's already unrelatable to those of us that have to go to nine to fives and can't do this kind of stuff. But it's like, I, I really think he's going to get backlash from other fans. Like when he gets on the court, I think he's going to get backlash from other players. And I think he's completely going to destroy the CBA for the players because like this is one time where fans will, uh, uh, sorry, owners will, owners will not stand for this. I mean, this is a, this is unprecedented, but now we have a precedent and the owners are going to try to guard against us in the next CBA. Of course. Yeah. This is not going to happen ever again. And again, it's, it's a lesson for rich Paul. He's done this multiple times. This has been the most egregious. It's not going to happen again. He is lost in this situation. 
And, you know, he just, like I said, he expects everything handed to him. It's not going to happen. This is a team trying to win a championship. We're not a rebuilding team. Uh, you're not going to get your way. It's just how it is. Um, but, yeah, you know, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm waiting for the NBA to step in. They got to do something about this. But, hey, I appreciate the call, my man. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. This is crazy, man. We're talking about grown a grown man here. Let's 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 keep it real. You know, this isn't uh this isn't high school. This isn't middle school. Um, take one more, and then uh, we'll, we'll, I, I want to dive into the article as well. Like, I want to read some of the things we didn't even get to talk about. And thank you guys for being here as well, and giving your thoughts and opinions. Um, would love to hear from you know someone else calling to the show, man. Um, by the way, if you guys are in here, hit that thumbs up. It helps push the content out. I do appreciate it. It's been a busy week, so I, I'm glad we finally got on here to talk. We have a lot more to talk about as well. I'm not saying, like, you know, we're done. But um, this is just an asinine situation, um, and it sucks that we got to keep talking about it, but we do. Yo, you're on Philly Take with RB. What's up? Yo, yo, what's going on, RB? It's a legendary here. Yo, what's up? Nothing much, man. Hey, I'm going to throw something at you right quick. So I was watching this video on YouTube a couple of days back, and it was saying how Ben's progression through high school, through college, through uh, even into the NBA, was about the same as every other player, but the complete downfall of Ben Simmons has never been seen before in the NBA. So I was wondering, is it a mental thing? Is it a physical thing? Or is it the fact that he's never really played a point guard position before throughout his collegiate and throughout really his whole life in basketball in general? I mean... Nah, he was a six nine power forward coming out of high school, going into LSU, not really a powerhouse of a basketball association. I'm pretty sure they went fourteen and eighteen while Ben was there. They got scrutinized. Well, Ben got scrutinized for not being able to carry his team. <clears throat> Sorry, even though he averaged, I believe, twenty two and twelve uh, at LSU for that one year he was there, drafted in the NBA and becomes a point guard all of a sudden. He never really had the touches like he did. Um throughout high school and LSU coming into the NBA. Now he's here handling the ball, and I don't think he was really used to that. So do you think that was part of his downfall? Or, uh, no, yeah, let me get your no, opinion on that. Sorry, yeah, I didn't go on a tangent like that. No, you're good. Um, no, that has nothing to do with it. Um, as an athlete, you know, you're a competitor, and I've seen a lot of guys put into different situations. Like, not everything is always just, you know, flowers and, and sunshine, you know? Like, sometimes you got to – adapt to your team and now I agree that first off let, let's take a step back from what you're saying okay the fact like this guy yep. actually shot in high school I've seen it with my own yeah he shot 50 percent I believe yeah he shot like 50 he, he had a jump shot school, and for this yeah, organization yeah. like this organization's fault is the fact they let this guy sit here for three to four years under Brett Brown and did not make him oh, shoot a basketball that is that is a 100%. fatal flaw right there. Like, how can that even happen in a professional organization? I agree with that. But I'm yeah, saying no. as a yeah, competitor, deep down, like, you have to be wanting to get better. And so what? You get put in a different position. I mean, are we serious here? We, we haven't seen other guys embrace a challenge. You're still gifted. You're still exactly. 6'10". You're being compared to Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Come on, exactly. man. That's you exactly where I was going to go with that. Come on, man. That's exactly where I was going to go. Now, I was about to say, Magic, LeBron, you can compare them to all these other players, and he just never lived up to the standards that he definitely could have if he just found that jump shot and he just stuck with it consistently. We're asking and the guy I to shoot a basket, about, man. Yeah. 
Like it's the number one thing in basketball for God's sake is to, shoot, is to learn how to is to learn how to shoot it, and you're not going to shoot it. Like what are you doing then, Ben? He even realized I mean, you have that over here talking no, about threes every game. It could have been better. It would have benefited the team, man. Like come on, man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <sighs> even if like drawing out pressure to the three point line, even like even like. Like, just drawing the pressure out to get someone open on the wing or somebody, just like because they know you're not going to shoot it, Ben. You pump shaking at three point line, no one's going to, no one's going to bite. Even no one's biting on that. Even if you like have a, a certain problem with a system or a design, like you're supposed to speak up and be vocal about it. I believe this. You're guy a leader, just, Ben. Right. Exactly. I believe he doesn't say a word to anybody. Um, yeah. No. It's just too he much of a word. He got back. Hasn't said a word the whole time that he's been here. Ridiculous. I'm sick of it. Yeah. <clears throat> truly. Yeah. I truly am. Yeah. Appreciate the call, my guy. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Aubrey. Ah, oh, man. All right. Let's go uh let's go look at the article, okay? Because there are some other things I wanted to point out. This is absolutely insane. Um and again, Shams Charani, like, you know, you're supposed to be one of the top credited reporters. The fact that you're here and you put this out. During a Sixers game. Like that, that's just insane in itself. Um, let's see. <laughs> either you help him or come out and say he's lying. Well, either you come out and say something at all or let us keep wondering if you're lying. Like, you see what I mean? I'm tired of people flipping his narrative. Uh, here was a part that I wanted to look at. The team sent him a schedule for Thursday that included the team's game against Toronto, which he believes is an effort to withhold his game check if he does not appear at the Wells Fargo Center. A fine has followed each time the Sixers have done this in the past. 2-5, who requested a trade out of Philly in June, showed up to the arena on Thursday afternoon for a team meeting but did not participate in the team walkthrough or the game versus the Raptors. Let me tell you why this is literally a, a double-edged sword, Okay. There's been other stars who have requested trades for, right? Guess what you do with those stars that have huge contracts? Oh, that's right. You trade them for stars. But here's the problem. We can't trade you for a star. Why? One, there's not a lot of availability. And number two, you tanked your own value. One, by acting immature. And two, by going out sad in a playoff series. It is what it is. If you had balled out in the Hawks series and you wanted out, Guess what? Your value's at an all-time high. Sure, let's call up four different teams and swap star for star. Didn't you know that's what Daryl Morey does? What do you want us to trade you for? What have you proved since the last time you were on the court? That shows that we should get anything else for you. We Again, this is not the New Orleans Pelicans where we're going to trade you for assets and, and go into a rebuild. That's not us. See what I mean? What are the expectations here? It's insane, man. <laughs> You're a number one overall pick. I don't want to hear any excuses. You should want to get better. And and like you're so you were so good in everything else. All we asked you to do was shoot a basketball. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. We asked for if honestly, let's be let's let's keep it real. If Tyrese Maxey played that Hawk series, we win that series four to two. Let's keep it real. Come on, man. Like you you won everything, but you're like, how are we supposed to just cooperate with that without getting what we need as well? It doesn't make sense. It's not how business works. 
2-5 had no timetable to return to game action, but has made it clear to team officials he wants to be back on the floor. You're absolutely lying to yourself, Shams. You're lying, buddy. Come on, man. Has been participating in individual workouts, day-to-day body treatments, shoot-arounds, and meetings. Are you serious? <laughs> Shams works for Clutch Sports, okay? Are you serious? Are you serious? You're talking about the guy that sits on a bike by himself, doesn't talk to anybody? That guy? Man, I've had enough of this. This is crazy. This is crazy. Oh, man. Sixers say that October 22nd was the first time he informed them of any mental health concerns. October 22nd. It, not not June 30th, not August 1st, October 22nd. Hmm, right after we find him, right? Right, right. It's it's crazy, man. I just, we're, I, I thought we were all grown here. You know, I we're trying to win, right? Aren't, isn't that what we're trying to do? Aren't we trying to do that? I thought we were. I thought we were. Come on, man. Like I said, this is... Daryl Morey is doing what he can to try to get as much value in return as possible, honestly. Because at this point, the Sixers have shown that with maybe another piece, they can still compete. This team is deep, and if this diva doesn't want to be here, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. But we're not trading you unless we can get what we want for it. Tell you that. Seth, with the $2 donation, thank you, Seth. He says, Shams works for him. All three of them frauds, LOL. I agree 100%. I agree. This is fraudulent business. Like, Rich Paul needs to really be looked at here. The fact that this guy, again, can just demand whatever he feels capable of and just expects us to go right along with it. Like I said, this isn't a small market. Philly fans know their team, okay? We're actually going to fight against this. It's not fair. It's really not fair. Um, Insane. Let's see. 2-5 met with the Sixers mental health specialist on Monday for one hour. And team officials say more meetings are scheduled between the two. And he must continue to show documentation of the steps he is taking as part of the process. In a team-issued questionnaire he completed on Wednesday night, several inquiries centered around whether he wants a trade and not his mental health status, a source said. Okay. First and foremost, do you, do you not do you not feel this vibe here where it's like everything is being, f- like, forced? Why can't you just cooperate? If you, if you want what you want so bad, if you understand this, this process of requesting a trade, why can't you just cooperate? Why does everything have to be so hard? Why does everything have to be so hard? Makes no sense at all. Makes no sense at all. We talked about the John Wall stuff. Um, Yeah. Sixers ownership has not met with 2-5 since he returned to Philly and president of basketball ops met with him one-on-one once he approached him about his playing status. 
that he was thrown out of practice. Like, come on, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. Oh, man. Unbelievable. I just spent a G to play a sport I love. Keyword spent. If he loved this sport, he'd play. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about millions of dollars here. And and plus you're in a great you're on a great situation in terms of a team. Like this team can compete. It's all about it's it's all a pride thing. It's all a pride thing, man. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, with that being said, we'll get back to this a little bit later. Um Next, I just want to briefly touch on the game yesterday. So, Sixers lose to the Raptors. We've now lost three in a row. And my opinion on this, as you guys probably know, is that the Sixers shouldn't even be playing right now. The Sixers shouldn't even be playing right now. The fact that the NBA hasn't even stepped in on this and, you know, they made us play three games that we probably shouldn't have. By the way, we showed a lot of resiliency in those games. Guys are stepping up. Um, This game yesterday, like I said, I caught the second half. Um, There were definitely some frustrating things down the stretch. I wasn't really frustrated with the game because of this whole story that came out during the game. Uh, But, you know, like the refs miss another call. Andre Drummond uh, can't win the tip. The Raptors hit a three, and and it was just unfortunate. Tobias struggled in his first game back. But honestly, the main takeaway, only thing I care about in this game is that Tyrese Maxey is unbelievable. Okay, and this is going to tie into what we're going to talk about next. Tyrese Maxey had 33 points yesterday. Tyrese Maxey had 33 points, 12 for 19 from the field. This kid is maturing before our very eyes. Like, he just turned 21. He is growing up at an exponential rate. This is insane. This is insane. Tyrese Maxey, now in consecutive games with 30. Like, this kid is great. This kid is special, man. He could be really good. He can be really good. Um, I You know... When it comes to Tyrese Maxey, like like one of the callers said, and I agree with this 100%, he just has it, you know. He has the dog. He has the Philly mentality, and he is just different. He's always smiling. He's always, you know, bringing that personality out to play. Like, he just lets his whole personality resemble his game. He's just he's constantly working. And the one thing that we've had questions about, which is his jump shot, obviously it's early on in his career, he's been developing it like crazy. And he's confident. He is confident. Tyrese Maxey is going to be a stud. Imagine this kid at age 24, 25. He's really good. He's really good. But, yeah, man, uh, that's really all I care about in this game. Other guys struggled. It is what it is. Um, I I hope our team gets healthy. I hope Joel comes back and we can actually win games because we had some really good chemistry going. We really did. Um but yeah, man. Youngest to ever score back-to-back 30-plus in Sixers franchise history, younger than AI by six months. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, Tyrese Maxey is, is what the Sixers have been searching for for years. Like, we finally got ourselves a point guard, a guy that's willing to get better, a guy that 
can can do it in in a lot of different aspects of the game. Uh, he's he's really good, man. He's really good. And hopefully we can bounce back, get a couple more wins under our belt. Joel comes back. We got to get back on track uh, for sure. But anyway, what I want to talk about next actually ties into Tyrese Maxey. And that is this. Portland Trailblazers president Chris McGowan informing the franchise today that he is resigning. And if you haven't heard, uh, their GM, Neil O'Shea, is also going through a, a bunch of stuff because now he's being investigated for workplace misconduct. Obviously, they had the Chauncey Billups thing. They had this. They had that. They didn't get the the roster in better shape at all this offseason. The Portland Trailblazers are an absolute joke. They are a dumpster fire of an organization. Who knows if we can sway Dame's mind, right? But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know how this guy can can want to stay in Portland. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have a feeling that real soon, once once the GM ends up probably ends up getting fired, I think they're going to do a fire sale with this team. We'll see what happens at that point. Obviously, Dame is still struggling. But you know what? With the way that this Sixers team is playing right now, I don't even know if I want to give up Tyrese Maxey anymore. I don't know if I want to give up Tyrese Maxey anymore. Because, you know, the way this kid is showing so much upside and potential, I feel that, especially with the Sixers loaded bench this year, if we get one more piece... All right, and this is where C.J. McCollum comes into play because a lot of people have been talking about McCollum. C.J.'s a guy that he's going to fit right in with this team. We need kind of like the Chris Middleton to the Giannis for this team. We need the Chris Middleton of this team. We need that secondary guy, but we don't... I feel like with how we're playing right now, we don't need a guy who's going to take so many touches away from everybody because Seth is on fire, Tyrese is playing well. So honestly, if C.J. McCollum becomes available... You probably don't have to give up Tyrese Maxey to get him. I'm telling you, man. CJ might be the fit for this team right now. He might be the fit for this team right now. And if the Blazers end up blowing up their team, which they probably should, we should go after CJ McCollum. Or we should at least inquire about both of them, obviously. But if Dane doesn't, if he keeps pulling his antics and he doesn't want to leave, I'd be fine with CJ McCollum. I really would. Uh, that's my that's my take on that. And I think the Blazers are in trouble. I think they have been. I don't know how anybody on the Blazers can't see that at this point. But, uh, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. I get Dame wants to be loyal, but at a point, you got to want to win it all. You got to want to at least compete and win. And who knows? Maybe all the drama in Portland is what has been derailing his game this year. Because, again, he's still he's still cold. He's still cold. And my whole thing is, like, he says he doesn't want to join a super team. Okay, fine. You don't have to join a super team. Come to the, come to the Sixers. Come to the Knicks. Come to a team like that. You don't have to join a super team. You're going to be loved. You're, you're going to play in front of in front of passionate fans. You don't got to join LeBron and Anthony Davis. You can beat those guys. So, 
Yeah, man. Uh, if CJ McCollum's available or even Dame, honestly, we got to inquire. Um, and I would love to get this this uh, contract out of here. And I would love to get another piece because we get one more piece. This team can compete this year. We have a certain chemistry to us right now. Um, and with Joel leading the way, we, we can win. We can win. Look at this. Uh, look at this Photoshop right here. Look at that. At, now that's tough. That's tough. What else did I want to talk about? Maybe we'll open up the lines a little bit. Um, here's something. Tyrese over his last two games, 33 points, four rebounds, five or six, 63% from the field, and then 31 points, five rebounds, four assists, 50% from the field. This kid is uh, this kid's on his way to uh, to making some real noise. This kid's on, this kid's on his way to making – Honestly, some real noise uh, in the NBA. He's only 21. And it, it actually looks good. And I'm so happy because in spite of all this 2-5 stuff, this kid could, you know, he could, especially being represented by Rich Paul, he could be taking a bunch of heat here. He could be, you know, unfocused. This kid is more motivated than ever. And this is the exact Philly mentality we need. You wonder why every Sixers fan is, is a stain of Tyrese Maxey right now. This is why. All we ask is that you show the effort. All we ask is that you show your willingness to get better. This kid does it. And I'm honestly impressed that he is growing up this quick right now within 12 games. It's absolutely beautiful, man. Uh, this kid's going to be really good. Now, there was something else uh, that I also wanted to uh, wanted to look at. This also uh, one more thing. This this came out earlier today. It was a potential mock trade between the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Timberwolves. A three team trade. Now I made the video about Jalen Brown a few days ago. Uh, Jalen Brown's another piece that I view like a CJ McCollum. He doesn't have to come in and take thirty touches a game, but he's going to fit right in with everybody. He's going to play his own on both sides of the ball. Jalen Brown's a dog. He can play some defense. 1.3 steals a game. Uh, you know, shoots 40% from deep. Uh, 25 points a game. I mean, if you can get your hands on a guy like Jalen Brown, that's another move you have to inquire about. And then there's talks about interest uh, with the Celtics with 2-5. Who knows at this point? It's a whole mess. But let me tell you something, okay? This trade right here. If the Celtics, because honestly, I've been saying the Celtics need a big, right? If Carl Anthony Towns went to the Celtics somehow and the Sixers got strung into this trade, this is from Bleacher Report, by the way. Think about this trade, man. I'll be honest. I love Matisse Thybul. I love everything about his game. Obviously, I want him to start, you know, keep shooting more. And, and he, he was doing that until he obviously went out with the virus. But if this is the trade package we got to give up, I'm doing it every single day, twice on Friday, three times on Saturday. You, you get the point. I'm doing this trade right here. You don't even have to throw Patrick Beverly in. Now, if you do, that would be pretty funny. Having him in a, in a city like Philadelphia, like 
Sixers fans would just be all, you know, we would love this guy just for his energy. Uh, but Jalen Brown, like, that's another piece that the Sixers would be able to kind of just fit right in. What have I been saying recently? Like, you know, with Tyrese Maxey playing the way he is, the Sixers might have to target a wing instead. We haven't had a sufficient small forward in a long, long time. So bringing in a, a guy like Jalen Brown, right, he's going to fit right in there. He's going to be, a, you know, he's getting better each and every year. Jalen Brown was a guy I didn't think was ever going to amount to anything. But what did he do? He worked on his game. He got better. He got better. Celtics are a dumpster fire. Who cares about them, right? <laughs> give us give us Jalen Brown, man. Brad Stevens and Daryl Morey striking up a deal. Uh, I don't think this is going to happen. Just to put that out there, but definitely a funny trade proposal. Um, who knows what the Celtics anymore? Who knows? And who knows what the Timberwolves, right? Who knows what, what they're trying to do? Um, but man, Jalen Brown would be perfect on this team. So would CJ McCollum at this point. Uh, but I do think I do think we need one more. Uh, I do think we need one more piece. I do think we need one more piece. Um, I don't. I. I think the Celtics. I you know with how they have been managing their team the last year, I think Daryl Morey could finesse Jalen Brown away from them. But I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take. But that would be the funniest trade ever because Jalen Brown would become a villain in Boston, and two five would become a villain in Philadelphia. That's my thoughts on that. But, uh, yeah, we've discussed a lot. It's been a good hour. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? I just think this whole situation is nuts. Um, hope we get healthy because, obviously, the NBA is not going to give us any breaks. We need to uh, We need to get healthy. We need to get back on the floor together. These guys have a certain chemistry. Even, you know, I didn't even talk about the Bucks game at all. Because, honestly, it's kind of hard. Well, honestly, I think it would be hard watching the games. But then when I do watch the games and I'm watching Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey, and, and Furkan Korkmaz log 40 minutes and we're in the game until the last couple minutes, like, when this team gets healthy, this is going to be a scary squad. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Um, But, yeah, man. Why does Harris get no heat for the money he makes? He actually does, uh, but we've just come to realize what it is at this point. At least he goes out there and he handles himself like a man, uh, and he gives us 20 to 22 a night. That's what That's what at least I can expect from Tobias Harris. That's what I can expect from Tobias Harris. I know he has a bad contract, but give me 20 to 22. Um, yeah. Yeah. Make up for it with Seth Curry's contract because he's significantly underpaid. Rick, what's going on, man? On the way to a high school football game. Have fun, Rick. Have fun, man. I don't like this trade for Philly because it's essentially a tweaked version of the Harden and Lillard trades, but for JB. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Significantly less draft capital in my eyes, but um, we need another piece. We need one more piece. Um, 
and B deserves it for having to deal with this crap, honestly. Uh, we'll see. It's like Chicago trading Jordan. Stop it. Stop it. The Celtics are a dumpster fire, okay? I don't know what they're doing with that squad. Um, but, yeah, they just can't put it together. They can't. Chucky, what's going on, man? Yeah, everybody hit that like button, man. Hit that like, subscribe, hit the bell. Appreciate everybody being in here. Um, yeah, I just I needed to get my my thoughts out about this, honestly. Um, uh, let's see. Buddy Hield and picks for Tobias. I don't, we're not trading Tobias. It, it doesn't really make sense at this point, you know? Like, at this point, it's almost like we just need one more piece to put us over the top. Um, this team has matured a lot quicker than I thought they would. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with 2-5, but it needs to get over quickly. I hope it gets done soon. Um, but, yeah, we're all tired of it. We all. Or, but uh, this team been, has been playing inspired, so I respect that. And I love them, honestly. The guys that are on the floor coming out bowling every night, uh, they've been special, man. They really have. There's no doubt about it. But uh, we'll open up the phone lines for like five more minutes, take maybe a call or two, get some final thoughts here, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. I'm thinking, should I should I live stream the game tomorrow? Because... I know Tobias is back. We're playing the Pacers. Um, obviously, like I said, it's been a busy week, but uh, I don't know. The last couple of games have just been different. They've been different. We need to get our team healthy, man. We need to get our team healthy. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, Sixers, Sixers got to get a win tomorrow. Yo, what's going on? You're live on the show. Hey, what's going on? Yo, so – Imagine if Jimmy Butler on this team. You're lucky I didn't hang up the phone, man. Why? Why are we talking about Jimmy? <laughs> why? Jimmy Butler. Why? I mean, he, he why, was wait, such wait, wait. a crucial piece. Why are we thinking about Jimmy he, Butler though? Why? Come on, man. He's what? the anti. Do you know? Do ben you know? Simmons. Do you know? Think three years it. ago, he's the anti. Three years he's ago, the anti Ben Simmons. Three years ago is is the day that we we acquired Jimmy Butler. Do you know that? I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you're a Jimmy Butler enthusiast. Yeah. Look, I love Jimmy, man, but come on. You're, what are you trying to bring us down when we're already annoyed? Come on, man. You need a two-way player at guard or forward. That's what I'm talking about right now. Okay, so what what is your end goal with this call? <laughs> like, do you think are you are you saying that we go and get Jimmy Butler? Don't get someone like Jimmy Butler, but get someone. Less than Jimmy Butler. I mean, Ben Simmons, his contract. How much is he asking for? He's asking for a lot right now. I mean, you you, you guys could get about Wait, two or three guards forward that could fit that role. Um. Wait. What do you, What do you mean? He's asking for a lot. Ben Simmons. What about him? He's asking for a lot of money. He's a socialite. And what what is your point? He's not playing the game. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to trade him eventually. What, what are you going to get for him? 
I don't know, man. But um, anyway, if he, if he wants to get paid, then then come play. Help build your value up, and see you later. It's that easy, my man. Simmons does not have any value right now. That's the entire point. Exactly. That's what, what are you going to get for him? So come out on the floor what, and what prove are you that you have value. Like, do something. He's not, he's not going to do that. Okay, well, What's that's he, on him. Are we supposed to just get down on our knees and give him what he wants? You you want to at least prove that he has some sort of value. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to trade how, him... How are we going to prove that he, he has value get if he doesn't play and come out and show that he has value? You get what I'm saying? You're going to have to fabricate some shit. You're going to have to fabricate some shit. We're gonna have I to, mean, how, how do you fabricate fabricate how are we going to fabricate a man that won't play the game I don't know like he, he played pretty good at LSU I guess like show some highlights from him you know in the LSU jersey shooting yeah. up some yeah. or some shit but like come on at the end of the day he, the Sixers organization has to do something we are doing something. We're sticking to our guns. We're sticking to our guns, and we're actually telling them that we're not going to give in, and we're going to do what we need to do as an organization. Daryl Morey's holding packed, my I, guy. Come on, man. I, I, I get that. At the end yeah. of the day, that's not going to win playoff games. Okay. And, not and neither is, is holding out of the entire season. That's not going to get you what you want either. That, so Hey, I'm a Celtics fan. You know what oh. we have done? Yeah, done shit like that. Yeah, like, I know please. you guys stink. <laughs> you guys are a dumpster fire, man. Yeah, right now we are, but so, we we know how to pick and choose players. Yeah, Pierce Garnett. Yeah, we had to we had to stop that one. Uh, he talked st- now. He's talking about the prime Celtics. Next, he's going to be talking about Doc Rivers as a as a holy god. Um, wow. So you're a Celtics fan. You call in talking about Jimmy Butler. Then you start talking about the Sixers organization having to trade this man. Like, having to fabricate his value by watching LSU highlights. Like, really? Hey, this is Daryl Morey. Yeah, what's going on? We'll uh, we'll trade you 2-5 in this highlight tape to show how good he is in exchange for um, Lonnie Walker and DeJounte Murray. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Why did I even open up the phone lines? Like, why do I even do this? (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Let's let's uh let's let's play a um. Let's put on a a big theater screen, on a Zoom call. Let's let's play Ben Simmons highlights. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Didn't Boston trade Thibault? Yeah, they did for Carson Edwards. For Carson Edwards. Um, Hopefully we can get one more caller in here uh, that can actually, like, you know, give us some optimism here. Um, Sheesh, man. I don't even know what that, like, 
They really had to bring up Jimmy Butler, though. I'm pissed off about that. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo, what's good? Um, um, I just want to say um, that I think the Sixers, I think they really need a closer. Um, I think that Ben, I, I think I, I, they got to trade somebody that just just mainly can score. I don't think they need, I definitely think they need a ball handler also, but I really think that when it comes down to close situations, I think they need to score. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I, I think a, a closer type of player would help this team. But, like, you know, I think we just need someone that can do a little bit of everything, kind of fit their role. Yeah. Um, you know, Seth Curry's been balling out. Maxi, Tobias will be all right. You know, we know what Tobias is. Joel, <laughs> like, we just need a, we need a player that can um that can really play around these guys and not really take too much of the spotlight in my eyes, but also be a really quality piece. Yeah. And I think that they, they should – try to like I don't know why we're even playing these games like we have no players like I don't know if you remember from like last season remember we had like only like eight players playing against I think with the, the yeah. Nuggets I think it was it was last season yep I remember I don't it was that, the Denver was Nuggets or something like that nine points yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and um, also I want to talk about this Ben Simmons situation yep about the um about the fines or whatever I don't think it's really about his mental health. Like I don't, I don't believe in any of this mental health kind of stuff. I just believe that they're just trying to get out of the situation of finding him, and so he can just sit there and collect his money and not like he wants a John Wall type of situation. He just wants to sit there, get paid, and not do anything. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's not going to happen because we're not the Houston Rockets. Yeah. We're not in a rebuild. We're trying to win a championship and. Just because you're unsatisfied doesn't mean we have to do everything you say. So it's just uh, it's a terrible situation, and I hear you. I th- I'm thinking on the similar path. Like, you know, every yeah. everything that's happened throughout this timeline, it's like mm-hmm. every time you get fined, you find a way to come back, right? But then you're not fully invested, and then this happens, and then that happens. It, it's so it's so right. weird. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And this is also Sixers wired pulling it from where. At your girl's house, baby. At your girl's house. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Ferk. He's got to get back on track. He's got to get back on track. He's been inconsistent the past, like, couple days. Yeah, he's also playing 40 minutes a game, so. (laughs) I know. I don't know. They have, like, no. But he's really the point guard. Like, he's actually the backup point guard. Yeah. But he can't dribble the ball. Yeah. I'm impressed with him this year. I'll give him a chance. Yeah, I definitely think he's really stepping up. Yeah, definitely. But, yo, appreciate the call. Yep, I'll say around. Thank you. <sighs> another day, another day of being a Sixers fan. In all honesty, though, this team needs to step up because uh, Philly's riding on this team right now in the Flyers. Um, shout out to him, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought I thought somebody was going to call in today and rip into Rich Paul. Like, I, I thought somebody was actually going to do it. But, you know, you get different... Different callers every time. If you guys are just tuning in, by the way, definitely watch this over again on the, at the beginning part of the stream. I had to go off on on Rich Paul, but um, tough situation. I think Rich Paul is a psychopath. I think he deserves, or I'm sorry, demands everything as if he does deserve it. Um, but unfortunately, this is business. This is how it works, and. 
for Shams to put out this story and for him to say things like, now it's the Sixers' fault, we're making the situation worse, when all you had to do, honestly, was communicate just once, just once. Um, so many things could have gone different with this situation, but it's it's so it's just so petty at this point. Um, let's get one more caller in. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hey, I'm back. Uh, had to call back in again, RB. have an honest question for you. Yeah. Do you think Ben Simmons is a narcissist? Oh, uh, yeah, in some degrees, definitely. I mean, like, to some degree, or do you think he's, like, full-blown? Because this behavior is... I mean, in, in most degrees, this, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, assume about the guy's personality, but from what I've seen, yeah. Like, the guy only cares about himself, honestly. Like, he thinks he's on top of the world. And it's it's same thing with Rich Paul. So, <laughs> I mean... It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't know nearly enough about Rich Paul, but um, well, you know, I I, I I know he's an agent. He's doing what's best for his players, all that, whatever. That's I, I don't even really hold Rich Paul as accountable as I do. As I I think Rich Paul kind of has his hands kind of tied right now, and Ben Simmons just happens to be his client, and he's just like, what? I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for Rich Paul, but it's like, you know, I this this is pretty weird stuff. So, but so let me let me ask. I just, you something. I, I just think. Let me ask you something. Sure. Then. I, you know, you said you don't know a lot about Rich Paul. Okay, let's let's take this basketball situation out of it. So I'm not sure what you do for a living, but say I was your boss, right? And you weren't happy yeah. with your job, and you know yeah. you're under contract for the next four years. Now, if you came in, would you come up to me and say, you know what, I I just I I don't want to be here anymore, and then you just don't communicate with me at all, even if you want to like go to a different company or something like that. Or, or do you think yeah, I'm an engineer and there's no way I could do that. I mean, like I work for a, a like a software company. We're pretty much as mental, as mentally healthy friendly as it gets. So, I mean, like, so do you think even if it was a toxic environment at your workplace, do you think it would be okay for you to just stop cooperating a hundred percent? Oh, heck no. No. Well, there you go. No. Oh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't expect that to happen. I also like wouldn't expect to just, you know, like I'm 33, man. I'm not like, and uh, like exactly a young kid. I wouldn't expect to go to a mental health professional and have them tell me to avoid my fears, you know, like run from the situation that you're afraid of. I mean, yeah, that's not going to get you better. Yeah. Um, look, if the guy needs help, I get it. But all I'm saying, like, we're, we have to look at the big. I don't think he needs here. help, like, man. I think I think he's a sociopath. If you if you look at him as like a narcissistic individual, like I mean, like a full blown in the ninety eighth percentile or higher of like narcissist. I'm not talking about a little bit of narcissism. I'm talking like dude is a narcissist. I think like he's, he's just, been, think and he's and part of his environment too. I think he's it's well, sure, but like. like just yeah but like you know like it's, it's all scale right so it's like you know there are celebrities that are in like the 85th percentile of narcissism and there are celebrities that are like super super high i think he's really really super high i think he i think he's immature i think that's very much clear i think you know he's, he's surrounded himself with yes people and and this is all enabled it and then it becomes more of a chicken or the egg kind of thing and and um you know we have the situation we have but at the end of the day, you know, I just think like, um, you ever watch the Sopranos? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think we have like a Tony Soprano type situation. Yeah. 
I, I really yeah. do. Yeah. And, like, again, all I'm saying is, like, all you had, like, even when you came back to practice and you were just, you know, jogging around not caring, like, all you have to do is come out and, and talk to the media once. Like, is it that hard? But is what it- I don't get about that whole thing is the embracement from Tobias and yeah, Joel. I agree. I, agree I, I, I get the I, – I, I was surprised. I think I watched your show like that day and everybody was pissed. You know, I, I was surprised by it too, as far as like the, uh, you know, when he comes back and then he basically rage quits on pride. It's kind of ironic that he like games and then he like rage quits in life too. But anyway, um, but I was a little surprised that like, you know, like he evidently had a meeting where he goes, went up to, Joel and Tobias and they embraced him and it's like, okay, well maybe we'll get through to this guy. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get him away from his enablers and his yes men and we'll be able to get through to him. And it's like, care. you know, it's, it's, like, it's like an addict or something, man. It's like, he just keeps going back. To whatever it's unbelievable, is. man. And, and all, all Joel and Tobias, even though I disagree with them doing that, like, I understand why they did it. They're professional, they're mature, and they understand this is business. Um, and they're trying to do what's best for the team. But they've definitely been taking subliminals at him, uh, no doubt about it. But they deserve better, man. They do. So, Do you think he's in the league in, in I don't want to say like five years, because no. I, I, th- I think no. some of this is blown out of proportion. Like, I don't. You don't think he's in the league in five years? No. My hot take is that he's going to be out within three. He might not even play again. He doesn't care. I was I was originally going to say, do you think he's a vet? Because like he, it doesn't seem like he loves the game. So like you know, guys like that don't love the game like that. They're going to fall. Like he's going to. I mean, if you look at like how far Russell Westbrook has fallen in terms of athleticism in his game, now imagine that for Ben Simmons. I mean, that difference is Russell has heart. He's going to at least show up. He's going to try. That's the difference, man. Um, well, but I mean, in terms of like spacing and whatnot, and like Russ, Russ is a Russ is garbage. I mean, he's like a huge volume shooter. He's almost the antithesis of Ben Simmons. He's going to shoot like statistically below three point percentage. He's going to shoot, but he but he yeah. still he's going to take a ton of shots. Yeah. And I just mean like you know nobody really wants Russ right now. I guess you could say maybe the Lakers quote unquote wanted him, but they just really didn't want to give up Taylor Horton Tucker. I get but it. um. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, I don't, these guys in this new NBA, they're not going to age well. And when you can't shoot, your game is not going to age well because his his explosiveness, his athleticism, all that stuff is going to go downhill. Yep. And what's he going to do? He's going to be a defensive specialist? Nope. That's, um, even centers are shooting now. So, you know, it's, it's going to have to come eventually. I just don't, I just don't see the desire, but yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Yeah, and just to end on it, uh, positivity, you know, the heck with 2-5, he can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about him anymore, but uh, Tyrese is something that we haven't seen in a while at this org, and, and this is like, this is amazing. I mean, it's 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 everything we could have ever wanted for all the crazy things that have happened yep. in this organization with Colangelo, all that BS and everything. Like, you know, to get someone like Tyrese is just fun to watch. It's like... You know, yeah. I hope we don't trade him because he's, yeah. he's, he's it's really, really enjoyable watching this kid grow and, you know, like just develop. And he's only 21. I know you said that earlier, but he's only 21, man. Like, kid's let's special. go. Kid's special. So, he's, he's made for the city. Yeah. Yep.
yeah. So Let's see, man. Yeah, I, I don't think we trade him. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Not either. with the new rules and the way Dame is looking, and yeah. you know. Yeah, I but, agree, man. Hey, appreciate the call, bro. And indeed. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Thanks. Yeah, I don't think we should trade Maxi at this point. Um, shout out to Chef Lewis with the five dollars super chat. Says I was a Celtics fan that called in. Thanks for taking the call, homie. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the super chat. Um, even though I don't agree with anything you said, um, I'm glad that you called in, and I'm glad that you felt comfortable as a Celtics fan tuning into the show. So shout out to you, man. Thank you very much. Rick Bennett, member for 15 months. Yo, like, subscribe. You will not regret it. Hey, hit that like, subscribe, man. Let's go. Pump this content out. So it's a long grind. It's a long journey, man, but we're trying to – we're trying to be the voice of Sixers fans here, man. I'll tell you that. We're trying our best here. Trying our best. I appreciate all you guys, every single one of you. Even if I don't agree with you, you know, tapping into the show, doing your thing. So, uh, but yeah, pretty much to, to end off on what I was saying, like that guy was talking about five years. I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't think he's going to be in within three years. I don't think he cares enough. I don't think he cares about the, like, he just wants to get paid. His actions show it. Like, how, you know, your team has seven players. What would be a better time for you to come in, play a game? Because this organization, for some reason, wants you on the court so bad. What would be a better time than when your team has seven players and these guys are stringing in 42 minutes a game? They come in, have five good games, and then leave. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It, it, it's not going to happen. He's not going to play again for this team. He might not play ever again. This guy is something uh, of a different universe. We've never seen this. I think he's lacking it. I think he's lacking it. If the Sixers called me up today, I would literally get dressed right now, go to the arena, and play one minute. <laughs> Honestly, for free. You don't even have to pay me. I'm going out there. I'm shooting a, a, a J from the corner, and then I'm running off. <laughs> you don't have to pay me. Now, if he told me uh, I was about to make $360,000 doing it, um, I'll, I'll go on the court. I'll try to do a front flip. And I'm not, I can't do acrobatic stuff. I'll go on the court and try to do a front flip like those dudes at, at halftime. $360,000 we're talking about. Game after game. Yeah, I see why they're pissed off. Well, here's, here, here's how you fix that. Act like a man and handle your business. Handle your business. <laughs> like, it's not hard. But no, like I said last week, we've defeated this man. Now every, now it's everybody else's fault again. We're just going down the totem pole. Or up the totem pole. Come on, man. Smoke, thank you, man. I appreciate all you guys. This has been a good stream. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Uh, a J from the corner. That's what I'm saying. I'm pulling up right from the corner, putting on my shoes, pulling up right from the corner, splash, and then I'm out. One for one, that's it. I want to keep my, my percent at 100%. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's just it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, the league will step in soon. But that being said, man, story of the day. Once again, we're back with this stuff. I I promise you guys, okay? I 
What did I say last time? I'm not trying to talk about this until it, I have to, until somebody says something. And Rich Paul wanted to open his mouth to the athletic, to Shams, who honestly at this point is probably an employee of his. And, you know, we'll talk about this again if there are things said. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen or until a trade's made. But I really just hope that the Sixers get healthy and get back on track because I'm I'm still pretty pissed off about that. The fact that we had to play these last three games after we started eight and two probably should have been nine and one. And we're just playing with so much confidence. Like we're, we're playing with chemistry. This team's actually fun again this year. This team is fun, man. Um, and we got dogs on the court that want to play. They're playing together. They're motivated. Like I said, this entire situation is just fueling everybody. It's fueling everybody to play better. And I love it, man. I love it. So that being said, shout out to everybody, man. You guys are the best. Thank you for tuning in to the show. If you want to show support, drop a like, man. It's free. Subscribe if you're new. Hit the bell. We're on the road to uh, 15K, man. We're almost there. We're on our way. Let's do it, man. You guys are the best, man. Constant coverage, live streams, videos. I'll be back tomorrow for a play-by-play. We're going to get back on it, man, no doubt. But, um, yeah, that's where we're at. Sixers, see what they do about this situation. A lot of things going on in the NBA. But what I do know is this team will be straight, man. And we'll see what happens. You guys have a great night, man. Enjoy your weekend. Peace.